Welcome to the Protrusive Dental Podcast, the forward-thinking podcast for dental professionals. Join us as we discuss hot topics in dentistry, clinical tips, continuing education, and adding value to your life and career. With your host, Jazz Gulati. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode two of the Protrusive Dental Podcast. Happy New Year to you if you listen to this. Uh, today is all about moving to the US of A. Even if you're not interested in moving to the US of A, I think every one of us post-qualifying from uh, you know a UK or international dental school has actually wondered, I wonder what it takes to move to the USA, because I think very early on, we, we pick up this knowledge that, that our dental degree is not actually valid in the USA, and there are many barriers to actually working there. So this this podcast today is for anyone who's ever wondered what it takes to, to move to the USA with your dental degree, how to obtain a license there, or if perhaps you're already midway through the process or are th- or, you know very heavily invested or considering about moving to the USA. This will give you lots of you know, uh, good tips and experiences from our guest today, Christina Gauchan, who, you know, she's she's done very well. She's actually been starting at Boston University uh, to convert her dental degree to a US one. And we'll be talking all about entrance exams, fees, um, the politics of it, language exams we have to do that, you know, I didn't really appreciate. So we'll be hearing all about that today. Before we delve into that, I want to share with you the Protusive Dental Pearl for today's episode. Again, this is another non-clinical episode, and do not worry, I've got lots of clinical stuff lined up for the future. But anyway, today's um, Protusive Dental Pearl, which is also non-clinical, is a financial one. Basically, I want you to go to www.globalrichlist.net, and I want you to enter your income, okay? Because this is something that is so, you know, eye-opening. You need to see that if you're listening to this podcast, you're likely a, you know, a dentist, dental therapist somewhere. And actually, when you enter your figures in, I bet you'll be probably in the top 20 million people in the world. Okay, top you know 20 million richest people in the world, probably in the top 0.3% of people. And sometimes it's really important to appreciate how lucky we are and how privileged we are to, to, to live in these countries that we live in uh, and to, 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 to do the work that we do that, you know, is very stressful. Uh, and it um, brings lots of reward in, which I think we're very uh, deserving of. But it's sometimes really, really important to know that we really are in the top, you know, zero point whatever percent in the world and to never forget that. Just looking ahead at future podcasts I've got lined up, I've got uh, stuff about clinical microscopes, how to make it affordable in practice. I've got... Um, specialization routes, MCLIN dents, uh, becoming a registrar and let's say restorative dentistry and all these routes that you tend to consider at any, you know, any one stage of your professional career. So I'll be delving deeper into that. Uh, a few occlusion topics lined up. So uh, I've got lots of great content coming. So please subscribe on either iTunes, Google Podcasts. I'm now on Spotify as well. So share the love and I look forward to, to connecting with you more. So let's listen up to Christina Gaucher and the interview with her, which I think is such a great resource for anyone who's even vaguely thinking about to the USA. Enjoy. Yeah, tell, tell everyone uh, who, who's listening right now a little bit uh, about yourself, where you qualified from, what you did after you qualified, and how you ended up in the USA. Okay, sure. So my name is Christina Gauchin. Um, I graduated exactly uh, three and a half years ago, 2015. Um, since then, I have I did my VT in um, Ipswich Deanery, so that's um, southeast of England. That's where my family uh, live. So yeah, that was the year flew by. And then after that, I was an associate for about a year and a half before I decided that was it. And um, I wanted to try and, you know, pursue my career in America. 
And and for those of you who don't know you, I mean, it, you know, obviously you've married someone uh, who's um, yes. is from the US, right? So that's obviously been your yes, sort of so uh, background. <laughs> um, and uh, mm-hmm. it, it, had it not been for that, you probably may not be in the USA right now, would you say? Exactly. No, that's exactly it. I, I don't think I would have, I would have, you know, because obviously there's quite a few hurdles to get through. Um, we'll get into that detail a bit more. But um, yeah, th- for me, that he was the main, um, you know, thing, let's say. <laughs> sure, sure. sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, 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 well done to him. So he's, he's, he managed to, to, to kidnap you and take you to the USA. And uh, so, I mean, that is uh, super daunting uh, for you. What were your thoughts when, you, you know, this is becoming a reality to you? You're about to move to the yeah. USA. Um, yeah. What were you thinking and how did you even start? Where does one begin? Yeah. Where do you start? That's the biggest question, I think. And that's that's one of the hardest. Um, that's the hardest step, I would say, is actually deciding if this is it for you or not, because obviously people research, people um, read up about it. But really, when they know it's actually happening, I think that's one of the biggest things to make that first step. So for me, um, we, for me and my husband, we wanted some you know, country where our careers are going to be you know, progressive for mm-hmm. both of us. Obviously, um, we've both studied, so we wanted somewhere that's good for you know, bigger opportunities for both of us. And, and, and Summit is non-medical, non-dental, non-dental, is that right? Yes, um, he's in software engineering, so um, IT consultant, yeah. Cool. He makes softwares. I don't know too much about that. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. The show is all about you, not him today, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I, it's awful. But, um, um, so you, yeah. you decided that it would work, but you know, where does one start? Um, you know, do, where do you uh, even begin to to to, to f- find out uh, more about it? And I suppose for for a lot of people, it might be difficult. That's why we're bringing you on the show today, so they can learn uh, how to go about it. So, what is the first step, uh, Christina, to yeah. to working with the BDS in the USA? So um, I would say there's a great Facebook um, group for a lot of um, pursuing international dentists because it's, so, so it, no matter where you trained, it's the same steps. Um, so for me, I researched online. There's great websites, um, international dentists website to um, qualify um, and work in the US. There's mm-hmm. lots of resources out there. So for me, I started reading up about that. I, I reached out to my friend's family, whoever's done the same, and, and I found that few have done the same as mm-hmm. me. Luckily, there was a um, girl just above me um, in a dental school and she actually literally I think she's even skipped her VT and um, I remember that she was doing this and for me I was like wow you know that's amazing so I asked her for everything it's so useful to have someone right who who's you know so you can follow in their footsteps like almost like a mentor to you exactly so she was really great and I think I bored her my <laughs> <laughs> but you know you need that because you read so much online as well and you think oh but i could do that. actually um when it comes down to it there's actually little things that you find that you know they are quite strict on so you do need to really follow the the guidelines and and it's hard isn't it but luckily i had mm-hmm. her i had a few other um my husband's summit so friends um had done the same thing so they qualified in india and in Nepal so for Mm -hmm. me it was the same route we take so it doesn't matter where you qualify um, anywhere out of the US or Canada so you have to do this um, two to three years of of extra training Um, it's it's essentially going back to dental school the last two years of dental school let's say and and Uh, how how is it determined whether it's two years or three years that you'd have to do it just depends on the program so there's obviously 50 states there's you know lots of dental schools Um, each one has different uh, curriculums um, and they all have different um time timelines as well and how do you decide which one's the right 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 one for you and how how competitive are these places for for internationals 
very competitive. Um, I, I did a bit of research and, and on average it's about 20 places maybe for about 1,000 applicants. And I know that sounds really Nationally? Um, so internationally, that, that's for us. No, because, as in um, like in the whole of US, only in, 20 in, per in year? I think US is, is, is a bit easier because they have a lot bigger intakes. So right. I'm, I'm talking about international um, programs. In, okay, in, okay. Not every dental school will have an international program, you see. So it, it, there's about 30 odd dental schools in US mm-hmm. that accept international dentists as students. Does that make sense? Fine. So 30 um, dental schools that accept um, international students. And how many would they each take on per year, roughly? I mean, do you know this or? So yes, it, it is from five and it mm-hmm. can be up to 80. So it's wow. a big, big contract. So average probably 20 to 25. Internationals? In just internationals. Um, with the national and what, what they do is they join you in with the nationals. Does that make sense? So yeah, on yeah, the yeah, third yeah. Year, you all go to third year together. And obviously the ratio is going to be high. It's almost like graduates join second year. It's just like that. Okay. And you had to go, well, before we come on to how you interviewed for all that, I want to know, um, entrance exams okay so um how many exams are there how difficult is this where can you get help and uh, how many sittings per year all that sort of stuff tell us about the exams so sure sure um so initially the main um hurdle is the national board of dental exams so there's part one and part two so part one is quite simple um although it's a little more um sort of science-based it's purely Mm -hmm. um, anatomy biochemistry microbiology pathology and dental anatomy so it's an eight-hour exam <laughs> and what? Uh, you eight do hours? Get <laughs> so this is just the beginning remember oh, my. <laughs> um you get breaks every hour so it's up to you you can manage your time quite um well but um yes and they give you enough written, time or is this like practical this as multiple well? choice or multiple choice questions oh. and it's 400 questions so 100 in each category Okay. And you know what? It, it does sound a lot, but and at first I was just dreading it. But you can do it. It, it just needs a, maybe a few months of practice. So a lot of um, uh, really, I think you do need. To, people do it, uh, you know, on top of their jobs. You know, I know people who have who have done these exams with a full time job, and I, and I really praise them. You know, with families and things like that. Hats off to them. For yeah. me, yes, hats off exactly. For me, I was really lucky. You know, having a supporting husband. Mm-hmm. I took about six months out and I literally just moved there and I was stuck in my room and yep. I just got on with it. And that's the only way I knew I could do it. Um, <laughs> that, very good. But, and so that's part yeah, one, is it? That's part one, yes. Okay. So, and can, um, do you know roughly um, a couple of things about part one exams? Uh, what is the pass rate or, or failure rate, even that? And also, uh, what are the fees like? Yes. So fees, roughly all the exams, about $500, um, maybe a little bit more, 550 It goes up every year, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, that's dollars. And obviously, you know, the flights, things like that. So I guess you have to take that into account. Yep. Um, but yes, it was about $500 yeah, per exam. And the uh, pass rate? What's the pass rate? The pass rate, I would say, it really depends because I don't think there's like a... Um, uh, the, I reckon there's a different pass rate for dental school dental students national students and international dentists because we're having to learn this on our own whereas um what traditionally happens is um the the u.s students um actually do this on their second year this board board of exams part one they're obviously taught it aren't they so it's like for us it's like doing it during our second year of dental school um you know so i feel like they're obviously got a lot higher pass rate Mm-hmm. compared to the international dentist yeah and what so, is the pass rate what is the pass mark like do you know 50 like percent so or usually you need about 75 they don't give you a figure but 
you you need at least um 60 percent or above it is my it's a weighting so it really depends again sure. it's, um, so it's weighted. a weighted exam okay i'm yes. with you so they don't give you figures so they literally just say pass or fail initially right. they used to it was up i heard out of 99 and, and you need about 75 but i think yeah now it's no no figures to it that's why it's quite difficult to gauge I see. Right. And where, where are the centres in which you sit? Is there one in every state or? Yes, one in every state. Um, so, yeah, most. So, you know where you do your driving exam and where yep. you get your other license exams. It's, it'll be somewhere like that. Yeah. OK, it's so you've just passed part one. You did. You did uh, that's really cool. And then wh- yes. how long do you have to wait until you can do part two? So and tell us about part about, two then. Yeah, yeah, it takes about two to three weeks to get your results. So they, they want to know that you passed your part one first. So you obviously wait for that to apply mm-hmm. for your part two exam um so yes a few weeks later just book it straight away so you know um and you can book it a few months in advance up to you so part two is a lot easier so it's literally no way your finals finals bds literally easier ah. i think i mean the only extra subject is um pharmacology okay the rest is literally we we should know everything you know just just recap um you know your right. finals and how many so hours is this and how many centers are there tell us more about that <laughs> The same centers. Um, this is a two-day exam, one and a half day, let's say. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's again an eight-hour the first day, and then MCQs. The next day, yes, MCQs, all MCQs. So in a way, it's quite like cl- um, clinical, or like about root canals to clinical, respiration, so covers, crowns, yeah, everything. Restorative, perio, um, pediatrics, ortho as well. Okay. Um, yeah, radiology, oral surgery, or pathology, um, and pharmacology. Yeah, that's that was. Do you know what? Again, it is very doable. Um, at first, I, I was really dreading this, um, but I, I did this within a month because mm-hmm. I was in a tight time frame. Yeah, I needed to. Um, you had the pressure. I had the pressure exactly. <laughs> I had a holiday coming up actually. <laughs> Fair enough. And I was like, I don't want to be doing this afterwards. So I literally did it like a few days before um, we left for our holiday. So and this one is was... the same exam that the the US sort of the dental students do as well, or not really? Yes, yes. So the dental students do this actually in their fourth year, so actually in the final year. So um, again, that's why I could really relate to it being like the final BDS exam. I see. So yeah, it is interesting, and and it's one and a half day. So um, the the first day is again four hundred questions of um, MCQs. The second day is all scenario based. So it's a probably fewer questions, probably about fifty, but they're scenarios. So you know mm-hmm. they they'll give you a, a patient bio, they'll give you the medical history, they'll give you the symptoms, um, they'll give you full mouth periapicals, um, OPG as well. They're very detailed. Um, so you know you're not sort of stuck in any way. You can. So it's um, like an OSCE, is it? Or- it is, it is actually, yes, Oskis, that's the word I was looking for. Yeah, Fine, yeah. so it's an Oski, but uh, are you actually cutting any teeth? Are you actually showing your preps? There is no practical. It, it's all on the computer, uh-huh. um, but it, it's scenario-based questions. So you'll, you'll be obviously um, asked, you know, some tricky questions but really it's not i think i think we overthink it don't we yeah we always just worry too much thinking oh they're trying to trick us but really they're not they just want to test your knowledge and um and it's funny because like for me you know then i realized that you know actually teeth are teeth and people are people everywhere so (laughs) it's not not that challenging at all are you enjoying the protrusive dental podcast well allow me to deliver you even more value you can now download the ios or play store app 
for free. Just search Protrusive on your app platform. Now, if you're a true Protrusive and you want to support the podcast, you want to claim CPD for all the listening and watching that you do, you want to get access to exclusive clinical walkthrough videos to make dentistry tangible, as well as a premium newsletter, access to the Protrusive Vault, and the ability to download all the clinical videos and podcast videos so you can view them offline later, you can get all of that for less than 15 tax-deductible dollars per month. So what are you waiting for? Download the Protrusive app now on iOS or Android for absolutely nothing. We work so hard on this Protrusive team and I know you're just going to love it. Now back to the main episode. So compared to, uh, you know, obviously you qualified from Liverpool, you did, you did finals in a UK, um, in a well-respected UK dental school. Yeah. How do, how is the difficulty of the finals uh, in, in, in UK compared to what you uh, did in the US? So the, the the part two exam, do you mean in relation? Yeah, yeah. I mean, is it so, was it similar to sort of the what we would get here yeah. in the UK? Yes, yes, exactly. So that's what I mean. Is is you, you could probably even study just a few days for that exam, really. Like people who are on top of you know their um, um, knowledge, because because if you're practicing dentistry, I think these things come to you. Awesome. Um, they are they are quite obvious things. It's it's just a few you know like the nitty gritty the. Um, figures and then the the doses things like that you sure. have to brush up on but so, it is definitely doable good what i'm doing in my head while, while you're telling me about the exams is i'm i'm, I'm comparing the ore sort of uh, yes. exams that we have yeah. in the uk compared yeah. to what you've just described and yeah. the ore you know actually mm. sounds much scarier uh, and the pass know, rates yeah. are, are lower yeah. and obviously you're yeah. cutting teeth and you're showing preps but the Thank difference you. is uh, christina is obviously once you've yeah. done the exams you still can't practice whereas ore once you've gone to part two that you can start practicing in a way right so now that leads us very nicely to the next bit mm-hmm You've got your exams, and so you so start applying to dental schools? Or? Just, yeah, just yeah, before sure. um, you, we go on, we do also need to do a TOEFL test. So you know the English um, exam? <laughs> no way. You have <laughs> no to do that. No matter if you're a UK citizen is, or not, they don't care. You have yeah, a UK yeah. BDS, yes, and you have to sit yes. an English exam. Yes, and that was actually quite tough for me, because obviously <laughs> I, I, I'm in my second language, isn't it? Oh, interesting. So I was just laughing to myself, and my husband was laughing at me. He was like, you don't need to study. And I was like, I probably should have studied. I mean, I got um, 85%, but really I want, I should have been getting 95. You know, you want that top mark if you can. Um, sure. But I just thought... And what's the pass so mark? Like, just out of interest for anyone listening, what's a pass mark? Well, there isn't a pass fail in the TOEFL. So there's like a great, it's a grading system. Isn't okay. It? So the, the higher you get, obviously the better. So it's out of 120. Okay. Usually dental school will want at least 95 to 100. So um, that's probably about 80% they'll want. Yeah, at least, you know. Uh, sure. It does depend. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's a horrible Fine. exam. So, so, so you got the, the language uh, test out of the way. So what's next? Yeah. They, they, next is also we have to um, translate our um, uh, qualifications. So, you know, our transcripts. Mm-hmm. So, you know, on, on our fine um, BD, uh, graduation, they give us all, all these papers with our exam results. From right. year one to year two BGS, uh, year five, sorry. So they need that translated. So there's a there's two main bodies that do this: ECE, Educational Credential Evaluators, and WES. And they they so you have to pay again. It's all money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's another thing. It's it's quite a bit of investment initially. Um, sure. We'll get to that later on, but um, it, 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 everything that's quite can be quite a little pricey as well to get these. Trans- and how long does that take, take to time. to get done? 
at least a month, I'd say, yeah, because okay. they want it directly, sealed copy from your university. So you can imagine, I was calling up, you know, in you know, Liverpool University, but oh, I need to send this here, then this that. Um, but they were they were great though, it was really helpful. And how supportive were Liverpool Uni in helping you? They with that? were, they were great actually. Yeah, they're okay. good on email. Uh, they're not the quickest. Um, so I know other schools, are, I think, are quicker. And it's all online, electronic service now. Whereas us, um, I graduated in 15, so I had to ask for a paper copy. And they had to um, DHL or FedEx it to, to oh, the gosh. office. In, yeah, yeah. So that, that all just takes time and, and you know, money and, and, and more. It's just it's in, and chasing them up and making sure. Sure. That's uh, one criteria. Another um, is also um, in the application for dental schools, they'll need about three letters of evaluation. So they like one to be from your dean mm-hmm. um, and, and one to be from your tutor or, or you know, a, a boss or anyone. So, um, yeah, uh, they're the main things. Okay, brilliant. So now you've got all that. Are you still are you all ready that. yet to apply? Yes, yes. <laughs> Just about. Okay, yeah. that's a lot of hurdles, okay? But this is the meaty thing now. So yes. you're going to apply. Tell us about yeah. this crazy application procedure now. Yeah, so like I said, we're, we're a little limited. So about 30 schools you can choose from. And uh, the good thing is you can apply to as many as you can. But obviously, each application costs you at least $300, let's say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, it's not free. <laughs> it's not like yeah. UCAS, you know. That's a shame, um, but isn't it? That is a shame. Um, luckily you know we can apply to as many as we want so the more you apply the more chances you've got getting in and and like with the uni is there a specific like for example back in back in ucas days we had to apply between Mm -hmm. this month and that month Uh, is it similar like every year yeah so they each have a deadline absolutely yeah so they, they start from march every year um, some schools are different, but um, usually the deadlines are about summer. So July, August, you, the majority of the um, deadlines close. So you've got that three to four month period. That doesn't mean that, that you have to apply with, within those dates. There are other schools that apply a bit, um, that open a bit later as well. But um, the, the bulk of them, um, you know, at least 70% of the schools have these, um, the, the spring term, let's say spring to Saturday. Mm-hmm. And, and then how long do they take to get back to you? And then when would you start? the dental school the let's dental call it school. so you have to obviously um apply the year before so say um it's the 19 it's the 20 cycle you want to apply for you have to apply this year does that make sense so um yeah so you advanced. would have applied yeah. last march right june. yeah march yeah, to june. june i applied and when will and, you start uh, the interviews are a few months later if then obviously if they like you and then yeah. i start in july so it's quite a late start date it's one of the latest so you're going to start um, in july 2019 Yes, yes. Okay. And okay. hopefully finish 21. <laughs> but um, okay. other schools started so in January. Yeah, yeah. So uh, luckily I got the program that's two years. Um, but that doesn't, I don't know if that's lucky actually, because I think it's really jam-packed. They, they mm. said, you know, you don't even get a break. I think you, it's a six-day uni day. Um, it wow. is late, late days, late nights, and only two weeks for Christmas off. Um, right. And in the summer, you know, they, they can't promise a holiday. <laughs> I was like, wow. oh, no. You know, that's uh, that's very uh, typical of the US. You know, US is a country where, where a lot of people are, you know, very hard. Yes, very hard working. The average person I hear in the US gets 15 days of annual yep, leave. Yep, two weeks. Exactly. Yeah, two compared weeks. to, you know, about 28 <laughs> that we get here on average, exactly. you know. So, so that, yeah. is, that's, that, says, that speaks volumes. So, um, well, well done for, for getting the place. Uh, so and w- which, which uni is this, sorry, that you got it? University, yeah. BU Boston BU uh, that's amazing BU. that's a yeah. really highly regarded dental school yes I mean I for me I, I really just wanted to get anywhere because I just wanted to start you know it, it's all um I was just getting really impatient <laughs> of course. Um, but I was very lucky yes yes and they're great they're lovely they um 
yeah do, do you there's a few other things as well. so with the um criteria obviously each school has specific criteria is what they prefer mm-hmm. you know their requirements um other than the national board of exams toffle um they also um, sometimes prioritize permanent residence it doesn't mean you have to be though so you know people with green card or citizen okay. um so again that's something to consider but you most do because of internationally um if they have the program most accept um visas you know student visas so sure sure um, yeah that's and is, is that well. what is that what you have you have a student visa or luckily i have i have a green card so okay obviously got it from my husband so um, i was quite lucky in that regard as well um sure. also another thing so with the interviews and bench tests have you heard about bench tests nope so you know you mentioned the the oh, um, they have to do the you know cut teeth you also some schools want want that as well so say out of you know six seven hundred that apply they interview mm-hmm. let's say on average 150 okay and uh, each one obviously has a favorite. so i had about two to three day interview for some of mine <laughs> wait, so wait. So, extra, so, so um, like you went to some interviews that were two to three days long yes yes oh yes Okay, and then that's where you were like cutting teeth, and I mean, just tell us a bit, give us a flavor of you know three days. How would how, how would what 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 on earth are they doing with you for three days in an interview? <laughs> I know, I know. Um, so obviously the first morning is the intro. They they give you a little intro about their school. They'll you know introduce each other, the faculty members, um, and you get a chance to just speak to the other um, let's say you know candidates as well. Um, they'll have lunch for you, and then in the afternoon they'll have either a written exam or a, um, a face-to-face um, interview. So, you know, like a, um, you know, face-to-face interview with sure, a panel sure. or, or one-to-one, so with one of their members. So that they'll alternate days. So obviously half of you will have it on the first morning, afternoon, and second half will be in the second morning, let's say. Um, and are and these the, tough the, interviews the, or are they just checking your human side? very casual so they're very nice that they'll just want to know about you or you know why this school you know same same interview as why dentistry why you know our, our uni interviews so mm-hmm. it's exactly the same stuff very very friendly actually i think they're more friendly they're okay. it's more of a chat um sure. actually so the the americans are quite um you know casual people yeah. so yeah it, they, it wasn't nerve-wracking at all actually after my first you know one i was like oh this is a breeze i kind of felt like oh i want them to ask me something a bit more you know challenging or you know yeah, um, so you second. can score higher marks <laughs> yeah, yeah but really it's just a chat and they just want to know you know um if you'll be a fit for the school i guess yeah okay and um, then uh, on the third day what would you do third day is the is the cutting the teeth so usually they, they they don't tell you in advance they they'll give you a little practice session so luckily we were um lucky to give you a practice so you know our oss so you know our um phantom head yep. the teeth yep. on the heads yep so it's just like that um you have to uh, cut either a premolar or a molar and it's usually a class two cavity design so you know the box slot either that or they'll want a crown prep or they'll want both two to three um procedures they'll want you to carry out okay um some will give you um a a rough um, measurement indication so let's say you know two mil depth um you know uh, for the crowns let's say um mcc prep or a a gold crown They, they will give you the measurements but some won't so you need to go by that um what that school follows what um interesting 
those traditional ways or, you know, some, you know, they prefer the less sort of um, more conservative um, routes. So, yeah, it, it is. So yeah, a bit, a bit, bit of, uh, yeah, guesswork involved there, I suppose, if they're not yeah, giving you yeah. the... Fine, interesting. And so once you've um, done your sort of interviews, um, my quick maths tells me that if there's 100 people there and they only yeah. take on 20, only yeah. one in five people yeah. will get accepted. It is quite tough. Yeah, it is quite tough. Yeah. So that, well that done was... once again, honestly. That's, oh, that's really, you, really cool. Um, tell us about uh, scholarships and fees. Yeah. So... Um... I'm not too sure about scholarships. I think you can apply. Uh, so luckily, another lucky thing is that if you are a resident um, or you've got some links there, you can apply for government loans. So they're interest-free loans until you finish. So we're quite lucky in that regard. Otherwise, um, you know, it's private loans. Um, on average, it's about, I'd say, a year. The tu- just tuition fee is about at least $80,000, yep. US dollars. So yep. um that's not, you know, taking into account other things, your accommodation. Your accommodation and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Tuition is obviously the main thing and that's about at least 80,000. 80, um, so you're looking at 80,000 per year? Per year. So And, yeah. and a lot of programs are actually two and a half years. So obviously that can build up a bit more as well. Sure. And on top of that, you need to budget for uh, accommodation yes. and then also yep. like uh, maybe, I don't know, Facebook, books, that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Um, loops. Is, is, is Everyone uses loops there. You know, they are very um, keen, yeah, <laughs> which yeah. is, you know, which is what you want. I think, you know, if you want to be, you know, a good practitioner and, and you know, a lot of us do, um, I think, I think it's nice to have that mindset already you know that they're very um they'll apparently i was i have a friend who's doing periodontics in Mm -hmm. in uh, california and um he said you know every night you have to read these articles you know that's just uh, that's just the basic stuff but um they're just a bunch of things that you have to get through and they are very very um, hardcore hardcore yeah hardcore exactly (laughs) brilliant yeah and once you fingers crossed once you graduate from uh you know bu um you know like ORE you can if you want to work in the NHS you have to get equivalents whatever I mean roughly describe once you come out of dental school I mean uh, do you have do is there another requirement you have to meet after that or not unfortunately (gasps) hope is the last one um yeah it's just a licensing um again it depends which state so each state does have a specific um regulation but a lot of them they do overlap so um there's certain license if you get that you can work in quite a few states um but yeah you have to you have to check with with each license and I, again i can give you these links um sure so it's great. called li- licensing licensing exam yes licensing exam. Information. yeah okay. and they were quite simple literally i think an hour exam um and it's just you know like your finals isn't it so it's just right <laughs> questions <laughs> and then, again do you have to do a licensing exam for each state or um, uh, one license might cover some like states I said, yeah the, 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 there is a one license that covers quite a few states but if each specific one will, will follow different ones so that it really depends so i can't say for sure but sure. let's say there's about five licensing exams right so yeah if you do obviously all of them then then you're good to work anywhere but um if you know where you're going yeah, you'd have a rough idea of where you want to you live would, and yeah, whatnot. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. And usually you can get away with just that, you know, that licensing exam. Yeah. And and I've heard that they're quite easy. They might, some might want you to do a quick little practical. So even bring a live patient. And, um, but that's quite rare, I think. Um, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. so then, then finally you can uh-huh. practice as a dentist in the USA. Finally, yeah? I know, I know. It sounds like a lot, but you know, like if, if you're dedicated and, and you're willing to, you know, um, really put the working in and the time, you know, it's the time. 
um, is doable. For me, I thought, oh, I can't do it. I can't do it. You know, I was very negative at the beginning because I think it is daunting. Like you said, you see all these things you have to do and it's not a quick thing. It's not, um, you know, you can't just take this exam, this exam. No, you, do you have, have to, to do it wholeheartedly, don't you? Exactly. So, um, but it's but, definitely doable. So I want to really encourage people, you know, who are thinking about it to go for it you know it's it's and and also another encouragement is um they do like that you're from uk mm-hmm. so quite a few interviews so i applied to about 10 schools i got interviews from at least four the mm-hmm. others um, they're still um the deadline hasn't closed yet so um and i went to about i think i went to three interviews yeah um and a lot of them were really you know amazed to see you because they're like oh you know what brings you over there you know over here because they they yeah. love england and they so they love the accent they can hear it straight away <laughs> you know where are you from and then and then they're lovely so very you good know, and when you when you went to these interviews chrissy just out of um just curiosity um <laughs> of the hundred or so people that are being interviewed uh can you like is it like 50 percent from india or like you know yes so indians are literally not i'd, I'd say 90 percent wow <laughs> it's quite okay. funny actually yeah but um yeah and, and actually um for them it's a little harder so i believe that they want a higher GPA. They call it GPA. Uh, you know, yeah, great grade, grade point average, isn't it? Yes, yes. They mm-hmm. want a higher GPA for them. They want a higher TOEFL for them because it's competition. They like to have ethnic diversity mm-hmm. in a lot of these schools, so they can't take, you know, just all all Indian people. So that's why sure. it's a little tougher for them, actually. Yeah. Interesting. So those listening <laughs> who are from the UK got a BDS, you know, <laughs> you might it. stand <laughs> a, be, yeah, a, a good chance. chance. Yeah. Because on the application, on the online application, it's sort of like the UKS portal. Um, they ask if you, you know, got um, what other qualifications, if you've had masters and a lot of these students do. So sometimes you're getting, you know, periodontics and, you know, specialists apply as well. And yeah. kind of feel, for me, I felt a bit like, oh gosh, you know, I'm nothing compared to them, but it's 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 yeah they they treat you as the same and um uh, and some schools will value them so so i know california schools are really tough so california new york all these you know um big cities that they um want you to have an extra um uh, specialty or things like that but that i shouldn't let you down you know you need to go for it and apply if you do want um some might want you know like they'll ask you all achievements you've got so you know all these things yeah. all these extracurricular things it's definitely worth um adding to your cv so you can add all these things yeah okay well one question i've just thought of based on what you've said that is imagine you're an orthodontist in the uk uh, yeah okay, and you go to the states um would you have to do everything that you then described and then specialize mm-hmm. in orthodontics in the us or i think you... so yeah okay. from what i've understood yes um Sometimes I have had a few things, but um, obviously I wouldn't want to give um, a yeah. total um, answer. But sometimes you can just do the specialty program. So usually it's about three years, isn't it? Um, mm-hmm. So let's say you go to do the author there that year. You could do your part one and part two exam. And then if you work in that state for at least five years, I believe you can um, qualify, do a general dentistry, but usually, yeah, you, you can either do one or the other. You have, Otherwise, you have to do this DDS if you want to practice as a general dentist and a specialist. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, that's, it is, uh, you that's can't very interesting. Sort of, um, yeah. yeah, you can't dibble-dabble. You need to, um, mm-hmm. yeah, do, so they are quite tough on that, actually, yeah. Cool, and one more question I had is, do you know anything about um, general dentistry in the USA in the sense that, mm-hmm. you know, in the UK, most dentists uh, work for the national health system and they've got UDAs and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. From speaking to my American uh, mm-hmm. colleagues, they've got, you know, a lot of insurance-based practices there. So a lot of Absolutely. what they do, you know, is similar sort of restrictions yeah. that they have. It's just a different name for it. Uh, can exactly. you just, do you know anything about that? 
So like Medicaid, things like that, yeah. which is their NHS service, isn't it? So um, I, yeah, yeah, no, 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 I do know a little bit. Um, again, it's it's more the rules and regulations, like you said here, because you know we are so heavily NHS based. Um, it, it is completely different there. It is heavily private based, so they have insurance, but the, the government also it's has a fee per item, but there's insurance yes. basically, yes, right? Yes, yes, insurance based exactly. Um, but they do also there are practices that do you know low income support families things like that where the government pays for part of it, quite a big chunk of it. Um, but I, I know that. The, the, the pay there is, is a lot better than, than the NHS here, let's say. Yeah. Okay, um, very good. Well, that, that's an, another potential... Uh, yes, topic. A, a, plus, <laughs> a plus point on its Finances. own. Well, uh, do yeah. you have any, any, any words of advice, tips, anything else you want to... Anything oh. you think will help uh, any listeners yeah. out there who are considering the move? Tell me about the curriculum. My curriculum, actually, I'm really lucky. We do a lot of digital dentistry, so a lot of CEREX. So we'll be doing CEREX straight away um, instead of the traditional crown, things like that. So you, you start Cerex uh, from, from the beginning? Curriculum, yeah, undergrad and even implant. I'll be able to restore an implant. Um, restore is basic, but um, even in place. Um, yeah. So, you know, that's quite um, you know, interesting, isn't so it? So in, in your program, you get to place implants? Yes, yes. And, re- and in most programs, you'll be definitely restore implants at least. So, yeah. Very good. Yeah. Well, Chrissy, I think I, I'm really excited uh, for the opportunity that you have. Um, you know, even once upon a time, I was looking at MSc programs and, and perioplastic programs in the USA. And, you know, life got in the way and I'm now sort of settled in London. But, you know, I'm really excited for the opportunity that you have. You're going to be taught by, you know, world class uh, tutors in, in an amazing establishment. Uh, so go for it, you know, really kill it out there. I hope you uh, get all the success you, you know, you deserve. And, uh, you know, thank you so much for helping no thank you for reaching out to me honestly it's, it's been a great pleasure and i hope i've explained a few things um but there is a lot of detail i could go into but of I'm course but as a as a yeah as a yeah just a, as, as, as a sort of giving a, yeah, yeah. A, a bit of a guide a yeah. bit of a, a flavor of what, uh-huh, what to expect because exactly. some people have literally yeah. no idea this Absolutely. is going to really help a lot of people so thank Wonderful. you so much thank you So there we have it. Thank you so much, Christina, for joining us today. I hope that's been useful for all those listening today. Uh, As always, the show notes will be on the website, www.jazz.dental. So if you log on there, click on the episode, you'll see, uh, you'll be able to download a PDF of all the sort of useful resources that Christina has prepared for you. So I'll catch you on episode three, probably in a few weeks time. Thank you so much for listening.